Hello and welcome to Blaze Pod. It is a a Sunday edition of the podcast. Uh, this week it is the tenth of January. My name is Ben, and joining me is Andrew. How are you doing, mate? Woo! <laughs> what a feeling! A win! What a, yeah, unbelievable scenes. We are staying up or going to Wembley, whichever one you want. Delete as we a can still win league, mate. We can still do. We can still do this. Title charge coming up, <laughs> starting on Tuesday. But yeah, we we had to uh, we had to squeeze in a, a quick podcast to talk about United's first win in 180 odd days. I think 21 games in all competitions. Oh, what a, what a delightful feeling to uh, to be on the winning side for once. So, uh, I mean, are you are you as a buzz as uh, as I am today and, and was I- yesterday evening? It's weird. It's sort of... I expected us to win. I really did. It's not often that I expect us to win. And I did expect us to win because I don't think Bristol Rovers are a great League One team. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Do you know what it was? I'm like, today and stuff. Like, watch it. You said yourself, your first time you've watched Match of the Day all season. <laughs> I watched the highlights last night when they came on. I'm like, sort of... Like, I can't remember the last time I did that after a game. You know, like, the, as soon as they go, oh, highlights are on, let's listen. It's just incredible how... how I mean, it's not a, it's not a world earth-shattering win or anything like that. It's not one that's going to be down in the history or anything like that. But, yeah, just to, to have that sort of feeling of waking up and, oh, we won, I can I can watch football. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, that, um, it's that just keeping that kind of level of angst and self-loathing at bay for, like, mm. another few days, you know? I mean, we just... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think every, every game this season, I don't think there's been much positive you can say about it. You know, the two points that we've got... One of them we threw away a win with three minutes to go. The other one we should have lost, and we, you know, only equalised to a, a dubious penalty. So basically, at full time of every single game, I've been sat there like, ah, oh, this is just terrible. Whereas yesterday was fun, and uh, you know, it finishes. We'd scored more goals than the opposition. I don't care that they're 18th in League One. <laughs> like, just give no. me this win. And I, I don't want to, you know, create a, a straw man here, but I, I do think I, I really hope that everyone enjoyed that. You know, fully, fully accepting. That we we are a Premier League team, uh, or perhaps not for that much longer, but a, yeah. a Premier League team that just beat a lower League One team. But like, just give me anything at the moment. I've been, you know, we've been crying out for us to win a blooming game all season. And we had twenty two shots. So it wasn't a one nil back to the wall. It wasn't. It was. I won't say it were unbelievably convincing. I, I do mm-hmm. think we should have won by more. But <clears throat> it was an exciting game as well. It was. It was a very good cup tie. And yeah. I, I, I think it is, it's fair to say that we should have won by a lot more, not only in terms of you know the relative quality of the teams, but the chances that we had. I mean, Bristol Rovers scored from pretty much their only two shots in the whole game, and we missed a host of chances. I mean, Burke could easily have had a hat-trick within sort of 15 minutes of being on the pitch. Yeah. Um, we had two goals ruled out. Osborne missed a great chance. Their goalkeeper, Joe Day, made some really good close-range saves, saves yeah. particularly from Lundstrom, actually. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think about I think five two would have been, uh, or maybe even yeah five two something like that, and probably being the, the a realistic scoreline. I think yeah, but uh, you know credit to Bristol Rovers, they they gave us a game. I would say you know it wasn't um, uh, it wasn't like eleven men behind the ball, ten men behind no, the ball. No, rather. not at all. No, 
Yeah, so that was nice to see. And yeah, at least we know when we have our back-to-back relegations we'll be decent in League One. So I said to you, well, let's just get rid of the Championship and get to League One because we look like we've got a good League One team. So. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> uh, yeah, Bristol Rovers, they're 18th in League One, but they have won three of their last four games since um, since they changed their manager in November. So, you know, they're on a slight upward curve, I suppose. Um, Paul Till- Tisdale, by the way, who I, I didn't realise was their manager until this game kicked off. No, I didn't actually, no. Last time I saw him was... Uh, uh, Exeter away during the uh, the Chet Evans season when there was the the slimmest of hopes that uh, United could overtake Wednesday yes. on the final day of the season. But, you were uh, very brave going to that match, I have to admit. Yeah, I don't totally know what uh, what motivated. I presume you got the tickets before thinking it was going to be the big celebration. Thinking about it, no, <laughs> no, we me and my brother, <laughs> we, we we bought tickets in the home end with, like the the week before, uh, as in you know we'd played the penultimate game of the season. It was just a. Um, should we just go? Like, I mean, imagine, imagine not being or missing the opportunity to be there if Wednesday choke it away and uh, and we win. But in the end, we didn't even win. I remember as we're walking around out the ground, they equalised in like the ninety fifth minute or something like that. We'd uh, we'd decided to head off to the pub. But anyway, um, so this is gonna be a quick podcast because we'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the uh, the Newcastle defeat. I imagine, but uh, we've got to give this one a little bit of airtime. And yeah, what a lovely feeling to uh, to be on the winning side and into the next round of the FA Cup. Um, strong team from United, which is what we had uh, had hoped to see. And I think I think this. So this is the thing. I mean, this win over Bristol Rovers is not going to turn round the season, but oh. it can't hurt either. You know, it's, it's a lot better than the alternative, isn't it, of getting knocked out by a League One team? I think if we'd have lost, that would have been... I mean, you can't really get much worse, to be completely honest, but I think that have, that really would have sowed the seeds. I mean, I asked you halfway through, if we lose this, does it affect Wilder's position, you know, more than... And, and you rightly said, well, why would it? You know, we were going down anyway. But I just meant in the terms of the... the the furore, if you like, mm-hmm. from the press and everything. Oh, Sheffield United played the full team and lost to Bristol Rovers. Oh, what, what a disgrace they are. You know what I mean? Just the the press. And Wilder talked after about how much stick the players have been getting, understandably so. And I just think this would have been just another, maybe the final bullet in the... I mean, final nail in the coffin, not bullet in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> final, yeah, final nail in the coffin, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure they're definitely dead in the coffin. Yeah, nail, then a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, how we would be feeling today had we not progressed, um, yeah, it doesn't really bear thinking about I don't think that would have... I think that probably would have been a new low for the season. I Yeah, I still sort of stick by what I said to you privately there of um, I don't really... Like logically, I don't see that losing to a League One team wow. should affect the manager at this point. I mean, we've got—I don't see how that's worse than having two points and being, you know, the worst top-flight team ever. That kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah so it was, it was nice to uh, to win the game, and I, you know, we picked that strong team and we played. We played like a Premier League team that is lacking in confidence in defence, yeah. certainly. But oh, I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I really I like the effort levels and the intensity pretty much all the way through this game. To be honest, I mean. You know, I guess with the last couple of minutes we were, we slowed down the tempo a little bit, but generally we were going for the jugular like right from the first whistle, and uh, and that was good to see. Um, well, Wilder said after because it was a really important game for the football club, which no yeah. one outside of the football club would have understood, maybe. But I did, and I think you did. I think all the United fans did as well. Just need a win. Like they, yeah. they've literally not felt what it likes to win, what it is like to win a game for six months, and basically since the pandemic arrived, it's been. 
a really terrible, tough time on the pitch mm. um, yeah. as well as off it. Obviously, um, I guess with the with the team, we didn't really have a lot of choice in terms of no. <laughs> this is this is the strongest team available to us. It's also pretty much the only team available. The to biggest us. surprise, the only surprise, was Musa. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about Musa, but um, there's still not really a whole lot to say. It is. No. Uh, in Wilder's words, with Musay's lawyer. But certainly what we can say is that Musay was involved in a, uh, a car accident, or certainly Musay's car was involved in the car accident. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I guess when we when we know more about that, um, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I'm really hesitant to speculate on that. I, you know, I, I think back to like, I think we did talk about, in fact, we definitely did. We talked about McBurney getting, um, you know, charged with uh, drink driving and stuff like that. But that was at a point where all those facts were kind of known. So we will uh, we will get to that another time, I suppose. But yeah, at the same time, you know, the guy was in a car crash about five days ago, and you know, there's a lot <laughs> of a lot of speculation about uh, what had happened there, and you know how how the club would react to it, I suppose. So yeah, it was a surprising to see him start the game, and uh, yeah, he, well, he he sort of gave us the lead, didn't he? <laughs> With a, a... I thought it was his goal, yeah, mm. because I were a little bit behind uh, for, for for reasons, and. Um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, someone messaged me saying, um, oh, "I can't believe their goalie scored an own goal." And I'm like, "Cause I hadn't seen the replay at that point." I'm like, "Well, Musa, we are ah, right." <laughs> yeah, a, a really good header from him, anyway. That um, the keeper pushes onto the bar, and then it hits uh, hits keeper on the back of the head and goes in. Um, so Baldock and Ender Stevens are both injured, miss this game, which means uh, another start for Bogle. And Osborne at left wing, wing back and Ampadu at left centre back. Lundstrom as well reappears. Like, again, another slightly surprising one, I suppose, but mm, yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. possibly out of uh, necessity. He starts in his usual position. And then McGoldrick up front with uh, with Mousse. Um Osborne actually uh, could have had about four assists in this game. Yeah, his crossing were fantastic, actually, in the first half in particular. He was very good. Um, he also created a chance for Burke in the second half. And he, he should have scored as well himself. Uh, I think it would have been a fourth goal at the time. Actually, I'm pretty sure we were ahead 3-2 at that point. Um, but yeah, very good. I mean, it sort of makes me think, because I, I guess we've talked about how he's not that good on the ball. I think if he, if we can get him if we can get him on the ball with time and space, he's mm. a good crosser. We've seen that quite a lot like through his career. But I guess it's getting into that position is difficult. He's never going to sort of yeah. beat someone or you know just, just make himself half a yard to cross it. But... Yeah, good effort from him. Bogle, obviously, we'll uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so we take the lead, deservedly so. You know, Lundstrom had already had that close-range shot. And then they equalise from their first shot, basically. Yeah. Which is just a, a standard free kick into the box from, you know, way out on the touchline and not even sort of level with the penalty or anything like that. And Basham just gets out-jumped by their centre-half. and um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heads into there and... Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really have a... For once, I didn't have a sort of a sinking feeling, here we go again kind of thing, because we actually looked like we were going to score more goals ourselves. Yeah, I think for me, it was just sort of... Oh, once again, we've not kept a clean sheet. That was my... <laughs> did you, by any chance, listen to... Uh, the, the Did you watch the Sheffield YouTube highlights? Uh, no, I haven't. Absolutely phenomenal bit from Andy Giddens, on the, was obviously the Radio Sheffield commentary, where he said... Who was it who scored, sorry? Uh, I think it's Kilgore. He goes, Kilgore, and he plants it past Lundstrom. What? <laughs> no wonder we got one in Lundstrom's in goal. Yeah. <laughs> Blame Lundstrom. That's uh, that's his punishment <laughs> for his contract not signing. 
yeah, yeah, I know. There, there goes that clean sheet again, like up in smoke. But that's with... the only thing I just thought, oh my, and it were a terrible goal, weren't it, as well, from our point of view? It wasn't great, yeah. It was, like I say, it was just a, it was a decent, it was a fine cross, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, absolutely <laughs> devilish, whipped in ball in between the defence and no. the keeper. I mean, Basham just gets out-jumped by this and half. I mean, you can't do that, basically. And no. yeah, gives uh, gives Ramsdale no chance, and I don't want to hear otherwise, because... You uh, you you trip in if you think Ramsdale should be saving. Yeah, I think we, there's a lot of criticisms could be had at Ramsdale for this game and certain other things, but for the two goals, yeah. not his fault. No, I agree with that. Um, Musa had one. Uh, well, actually, McGoldrick had one semi disallowed, I suppose, where we we dribbled. I think Musa dribbled along the touchline and it had just gone out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he put it in, and then Musa himself had one disallowed for um, Egan. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Keith Stroud was the referee and. Uh, <sighs> You see before kickoff, and it's like, oh, it's Keith Stroud. Like, I remember Keith Stroud. Like, you know, and I'm sort of thinking, like, oh, is it good? You know, lower league ref. It's it's been a while since we've seen him. <laughs> yeah, hasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Apparently, then... it's not because on the Bristol Rose view from, they were like saying, I didn't add these quotes. Things are quite boring, but they were saying like, if that's a Premier League referee, we don't want him down here and all this. I, I, I mean, he's not Premier League, but I think he's Championship. I don't think he does League One. Yeah, probably. But I was sort of thinking like Keith Stroud. I'm sure I know that name. And then as the half went on, I was like, oh god, like. These instinctive feelings of like, wait a minute, I hate Keith Stroud. <laughs> and I spent the whole of the first half trying to remember why I hate Keith Stroud. And yeah. I, th- I think the the main one is um, there was a game with Brentford uh, in 2015, I think. It was just after Danny Wilson had been sacked. Yeah, One of our um, best ever League One games. We might, have, we might do this actually on the throwback, the match throwback one. Yeah, though. we might have to. So we'll, we'll not go into it too much. But it was a, a game with Brentford that... Um, uh, it, it went some way to terminating our playoff hopes. Uh, Keith Stroud awarded four penalties and three red cards in that game, and mm. uh, Clayton Donaldson was on the score sheet. I, th- I know, I think Clayton Donaldson scored, and he may yeah. also got sent off. Unbelievable game that! I think Sean Wright Phillips got a late equaliser for them. Um, but yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't remember the incident. Like I said, we're not going to in case we talk about it later. But I, I, I don't remember there being any sort of out there. But the fact that the referee lost a control to that to that degree. Is not good, is it? Not exactly. So I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't overjoyed to, uh, to to welcome Keith Stroud back into my life. And yeah, as, as you kind of touched on with the view from there, I don't think Bristol Rovers were particularly happy with him either. Which no. which really does say it all about his uh, his his quality as a referee. <laughs> um, so one all at half time, but yeah, I was feeling pretty good about it. Just uh, the chances we were creating. Um, I'm trying to think if we had a chance before Burke came on. I'm not sure we did. Um, but he does come on for Musa uh, and immediately misses a very, very good chance to give us the lead and, and misses it in spades, I think it's fair to say. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. a, a, oh, it's, a, it's a great move by us, by the way. If we'd, if we'd finished this tidily, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would have been a, a you know a goal of the round type contender because yeah, Goldrick yeah. has a lovely little flick around the corner, goes gets worked to Fleck. Um, I assume, like me, you were thinking, please shoot, please shoot, please shoot. Yeah, and he gets yeah, the flag. Yeah. But he uh, he slows it all down, does play a good pass to Osborne, cuts it back to Burke, who um, lets it run across him. It's about eight yards out. <laughs> as soon as he kicks it, I'm thinking, this is a goal. Like, what a lovely goal. And it goes so far wide. And, yeah, just... <laughs> you sent me a picture before, because obviously you were in front of me. And um, you sent me a picture of your face, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it were like a, a smile or a grimace or a it bit of It was a grimace. It was. Yeah, that was my whole reaction. Burke, and then you said that, and I thought, 
Has he scored? What, what, what's going to happen here? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just stared out the window for about two minutes, I think, with a, 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 yeah, a sort of rictus grin on my face in reaction to that one. Um, the bit about it is he just jogs back as if, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. And then he does score. There's no, nothing to apologise for, Burke. Uh, yeah. Fleck puts him through a couple of minutes later. Yeah. He's through on goal and uh, slides it past the goalkeeper. And, uh, yeah, you, you were not confident he was going to take that chance, were you? I was convinced he was going to make I, I was watching it, sort of, my, my hand were getting closer to my eyes the closer we were getting to the goal. I was like, oh, no, please don't miss. Just for his sake, I think, because he's been brilliant for us. Not brilliant, that's, that's over, overstated it. I think he's he's been really good for us. One of the very few positives, I think, Berg, mm-hmm. this season. Uh, just, just in terms of his potential. He's done some bad things and he's missed chances and he's not scored and stuff. But a bit of a... Mm, didn't expect him to be as you know to be as positive as he has been as a signing. Yeah, and I really wanted him to score because, like I say, I think out of the entire team, I don't know if you're asking me to name my top five players, he's probably in the top five this season. He's one of our very few fun players. Like I was so it's desperate fun. for him to score. Fun. That's a brilliant term. Yeah, yeah. I like watching him play, and yeah, it's it's been hard to say that about a lot of our players this season. He's been by, um, by, by far our most dangerous player this season as well, by far. I'd say so, yeah. Um, so I was quite confident in him here. I think from what we've seen of him, he's you know some of the the technical side of playing football is not very high standard from him as it stands. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think I do think that is an easier chance, and um, a lot of stat companies don't actually track stuff for uh, for the FA Cup. But I, I yeah. reckon the uh, XG on that chance that he scores is higher than the one that he misses because yeah, yeah, yeah. he has time. You know, he's got the ball under control. He, he, you know, he, he is in control of the situation. He can shoot from, you know, he could take his shot from 20 yards if he wants. He could try and take it around the goalkeeper. Whereas the one he misses, he does, he does slash it wide. All the same, it was an inexcusably bad finish yeah, for that one. Yeah. So I was pretty confident. Um, it's all I remember with Berkey. Or rather, I forget. He's only 23. Like I always forget this. I always think, what well, you know, I mean, I think, I think, oh, the, in the back of mind, I think, well, it can't be that good because he's done nothing elsewhere. I keep expecting mm. this potential to happen. Then, I, that, like you, I think, well, you know, there's a lot of players like that who don't come into their own. Who, I mean, I'm not comparing him to Gareth Bale as a player or anything like that, but Bale took a while, didn't he, to properly get going. Yeah, and um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I think we have the, the coaching staff in place to, to get that out of him. And it probably, I don't know, I, if I had to put money on it, it probably won't happen at Premier League level, but he could be a really good championship player, which... You know that would that bodes well for our immediate future, I would say for sure. Um, he, he I realise this is my uh, my perfect comparison for Burke, and um, it's Happy Gilmore, where he has. Yeah. Are you aware of the film Happy <coughs> Gilmore? Yeah, I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. For anyone who's not, Happy Gilmore is a ice hockey player played by uh, Adam Sandler in the film. You should all go and see the greatest sports movie. I think we'll agree. You know, <laughs> forget your Rocky and uh, Raging Bull, and someone's forgetting when Saturday comes. <laughs> okay, maybe second greatest. So he's an ice hockey player. He takes up golf, and uh, he has extreme physical gifts that allow him to drive the ball 400 yards. But he can't put. He has no finesse to his game whatsoever. Oliver Burke is Happy yeah. Gilmore. He's got all the physical traits. He yeah. just needs to learn how to put. And uh, at the end of Happy Gilmore, spoiler alert, he does learn how to put, and he becomes the champion. That's what we need from Burke. And when it becomes the champion next season, championship, fifty goals. Oh, imagine <laughs> that! Yeah, Real Madrid come a calling. Um, yeah. But that was a lovely finish. He also almost uh, almost scored another one. Where he hits the uh, the post and it rolls yeah, out. Yeah, that one. I thought that were in that one to be honest. And I know we're going up against League One defenders here, but uh, again, a chance that sorry, destroyed. Go. 
Yeah, yeah, a chance that you know entirely from his making. It's just uh, of his own making, just a, a ball over the top, and he's simply a lot quicker and stronger than his defender. And uh, yeah, very close to uh, to making it. Um, uh, would have been three one at that point, I think. And then they go and blooming equalise <laughs> down at the other end. Uh, you know this th- this point. I didn't really know what were happening because. Although I told my friends to not message me because I was behind. It didn't happen when in the heat of the moment. <laughs> so I get in, like, yes, oh, what are we doing? And I'm thinking, is that from the first goal? What's going on? Do you know what I mean? I, I really did not know what was happening at all. Yeah, it was, it was carnage. I, I'm, I'm trying to think if I've got my timeline mixed up there, but I'm almost certain that Burke scored, then hit the post, and then they equalised. And there was only three minutes is between... I might be wrong. But anyway, this, there was three goals in uh, just over three minutes, basically. Um, Aimer equalises from them, for them from pretty much their first corner of the game. And, oh, God, we need to work on set pieces, don't we? We've been so know, bad this season. I know, I know what you're thinking is, I suppose, like, from the outside of you, lower league one side, yeah, they're going to try and cause problems from set pieces because, you know, that's the best chance of getting a goal. But this has been happening all season. This is... It has. It's, it, it were appalling defending again from so from players who last season. All right, Ampadu weren't there, whatever. But Basham in the first for the first goal, he weren't doing that last season. No, we, we're just losing like individual battles, and it, 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 I so I hate because I've always said about corners. Everyone like sort of says about corners. We never score from corners. We never score. And then when we let one in for a corner, people always say you can't concede off a corner. <laughs> you know what I, mean? but I do think it's become a bit of a joke now. I, I, I'm thinking seven or eight goals in it this season off, off set pieces. Well, I was just about to say I actually think we've been lucky. Um, like we should, big time, yeah. We should have conceded a lot more, I think, and it's been some missed chances and uh, and Ramsdale saves that get sort of lost in I the wash. I actually think we missed Musa in the uh, sorry Musa McBurney uh, in these situations. Yeah, McGoldrick's usually quite handy, but yeah, McBurney definitely is uh, does give us a little uh, a little bit of help in our own penalty area for sure. Um, but yeah, Lundstrom, it kind of just jumps under it almost. I mean, the guy the guy who flicks it on is behind him, but he, yeah. he misjudges it, uh, so it gets flicked on, and then nobody <coughs> picks up their their fellow who runs into the six yard box, and uh, another no chance for Ramsdale. Uh, I like situation. how Norwood sort of says, offside, it's like, you're playing him on. You're the one who's playing him on, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But fortunately, uh, what was it? It's like 30 seconds later or something like that. We're, we're back incredible. ahead. Incredible. I didn't know what was going on at this point. I thought, am I watching like a replay of another game? Have I missed some massive chunk of the game and now they're just showing me the goals? <laughs> yeah, no, it was great fun. And uh, a lovely goal as well. Probably the uh, the move of the match, I think. Um, really well finished by Jada Bogle. Uh you know, really good quick interchange. Bogle into McGoldrick, who plays that through ball. Great dummy by Burke. And then I, I thought Bogle had actually got a little bit of luck that it had come off a defender, but it didn't. It's his own his own left foot that kind of touches it away. Yeah. And Brilliant dummy so, from Burke as well. Really good to see. That's what I think with Burke. I think he's I think his situational awareness, if you like, is really, really good. Yeah. It's just sometimes the the technical act of kicking a football is it's yeah, a bit that lets him down a little bit. Yeah, but... yeah. I think that I, I know, like obviously, you're sort of tongue in cheek by saying that, but it, I think you, you're pretty much spot on. Then again, at other times, he plays those lovely through balls through, aren't he? A couple of True. times this season. Yeah, I'm probably doing him a disservice to be honest. Um, but yeah, that was that was nice. And Bogle, uh, what is that? Two goals in two and, probably... and a half games. Yeah, I was just trying to think how many minutes. Yeah, played played ninety against Palace. Probably played about twenty against Brighton, something like that. And then yeah, but I'd say about half an hour or something like that. Yeah. No, maybe yeah. Um, yeah, I like what I see from him uh, in limited minutes. Uh, and, you know, this is a... We, we obviously have, have not seen very much of him at all because Bulldog has been 
he's been good this season, I think. Um, he's been one of the better players. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say, you know, Bulldog was Bulldog is injured. You know, this time last season, we would have just been dropping Kieran Freeman in there. And, you know, with respect to Kieran Freeman, who was excellent for us, you know, he just got picked up by Swindon Town. You know, that's the mm. that's mm. the level of replacement that we, we would have had. I'm surprised by that, though, I have to admit. I think he's definitely a lower chance. I can't see how Kieran Freeman don't get in Wickham or even Wednesday's team or something like that, but... Yeah, well, that's a that's a good one. You've, uh, you've <coughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prodded the animal there. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but by you... the way, Baldock, uh, I've not heard he's had a massive fallout because everyone who obviously doesn't get picked or is injured, they can't. that's not good enough for some people, is it? <laughs> They've had <laughs> no. to have like, a huge fallout with the manager. So. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, this is my roundabout way of saying um, Bogle looks like he'll be uh, what we hoped he would be, which is good cover for Baldock. And potentially a better option down the line i'm not i'm not going to draw conclusions from a win over a league one team when we're a premier league team but it's um you know there is that adage of you can only beat what's in front of you and uh a number I of you one of our better players against palace as well bogle yeah yeah for sure um and yeah there's you know a number of players uh excelled themselves yesterday i thought or, or played uh acquitted themselves to, to to the extent where they looked like premier league players yeah players, i think if you put player. that team in the championship yesterday it's, it, I think we probably played like a, <clears throat> I don't know, a top ten championship team or something like that. Mm-hmm. You've got to bear in mind we've got players missing ourselves. If it wasn't for that ridiculous defending, we win that game comfortably, and everyone's saying, "Yeah, do you know what? We'll be all right next season." But those two goals that Bristol Rovers scored, sort of, that's that's the things that I think that that's the haunting thing in the back of people's mind who are not enjoying this win as much as like yourself yeah. and, and, and I am, because you're thinking, oh, "That was awful defending." We let two goals and we've squeezed past West uh, Bristol Rovers on paper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, obviously in the Premier League, you concede a terrible goal like that. Um, you know, we've struggled so much to create chances in the Premier League. It's not like. Yeah. It's not like this game where it's like, okay, well, we'll just go down the other end and score within 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like if, you said, um, when it went to 1-1, I think you said, you said to me at 1-1 that you, you weren't so bothered because you knew we were going to create chances, which is like you said, that doesn't happen in the Premier League. No, not really. Um, I actually meant to mention this with um, with Burke's goal, but we will do it now. And that is the uh, the absence of VAR and... Beautiful how this enhanced the experience. Do you want to uh, do you want to expand upon this? Several people have uh, I've seen tweet about this very thing. But yeah, what was your uh, what was your take on that? I loved it because even the the, the Moose goal though disallowed and this is where I, I actually first sort of thought it's great without VAR because even though we're disappointed that goal got disallowed, it was like it's done. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? None of this nonsense of like waiting around for a minute. Oh, is it going to be disallowed? Is it going to be allowed? It's just like no referee seen a foul, probably weren't a foul, I don't know. Whatever, but he's made his decision. Let's get on with the game. None of this. It, it, the first goal, the Moose goal. That's getting. I mean, there were nothing wrong with the goal, but on first glance, you think, you know, I wonder if it were a push, or I wonder if he's, you know, touched it with his arm, or I wonder if, you know, whatever, yeah. something's happened. Every goal, the Burke one, clean through, obviously not offside. You, I don't think you celebrate that goal as much as you may have done yesterday because you're thinking, well, were he offside? He, he was a bit far in front. You know what I mean when you're first watching it. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I really the one thing I'm really looking forward to next season is Nova. I really am, and I never thought. I, the, well, I think it was the first pod I ever did with you, I was talking about. It. I said, "Oh yeah, I'm, you know, I think we'll it'll be okay. You know, I think uh, they'll get used to it, and I think you know they'll the, the officials themselves will use it better. And it's just not happened. It's got worse, if anything, for me. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, this oh, I was lovely. The, the Burke one is the one I want to the one I want to call out because there was. 
um, yeah, one of their players goes down in the build-up, which uh, I think the referee actually made the correct decision. It looked like a, a, a dive or a jump, if anything. And yeah. then uh, a through ball to Burke, and I have no idea if he's onside or offside in, uh, you know, from the, the camera angle and the, the naked no, eye. No, no, I'd say you just see him completely clean through, so... Yeah, and, you know, obviously, if he'd been offside, the flag would have gone up immediately, or, you know, if the linesman had thought he was offside, the flag would have gone up immediately, you, you know, the, the chance would have gone, it would have stopped, and you just move on with the game, and, you know, if, if they showed on replay that actually looked at it like he was onside, then you're just like, well, you know, that's... That's how it goes, isn't it? And uh, that's yeah. you know, that's just football. But yeah, it was so nice to just be able to focus. You know, as soon as that through ball goes through, when he takes a touch, and you're like, "Well, the whistle hasn't gone." They're not saying he's offside or anything like that. You're like, "Oh, I can fully focus on watching this chance unfold, yeah. and I'm completely invested in it." And that's and- the thing. And that and and I will. T- I, I, the the Rovers fans, after the Rovers fans, after all, saying, "Oh, the referee was terrible," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Give me a terrible referee above VAR at the moment." And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it was so much more pure. I don't want to get too sort of deep into this, but do you yeah. know what I mean? It was so much more, this is proper football. Not in a sense that we were playing a, a, a rubbish league one ground or anything like that, but just in the sense that, you know, the referee's decision's final, we'll get on with it, that's it. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, even the ones that go against us, so the, the Moussa disallowed goal where the foul's given on Egan. yeah. I didn't think it was a foul. I saw the replay. Maybe you know, kind of, kind of can see maybe why it's given. Overturns that, but at the same time, you know, it's not, not, you know, it's not unfeasible that, that happens. Yeah, but the, the fan experience was like, oh, the ref's giving a free kick. What's he giving that for? Like, oh, you terrible yeah. kick. Yeah. And he's like, okay, the game's underway again. Like, you know, <laughs> and then you just forget yeah. about it, don't you? You just you see it again at half time or something like that. We're talking about it now, but it, it just, yeah, it just becomes a. a, a, a a postscript in the uh, the whole game as a whole. So yeah, I've not been bothered that. this year by VAR because normally because we've been that bad that it's not really bothered me. We've all scored, so I've not had that sort of uh, <laughs> that that sort of feeling of not being able to sell, not feeling I'd be able to celebrate a goal. But that game yesterday really it sort of brought the anger back of the season before. Of mm. that that's what football is. It doesn't matter if a referee makes makes a, a mistake as yeah. long as he's not a cheat, which he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Then you know what I mean. Just I just think that you know that just just uh, I, I'm really excited next year to be able to celebrate a goal when 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 we actually score rather than waiting for a minute to see if we can celebrate. Get on with the game. I think yeah. Part of the problem, well not the problem, but the situation this season is we're not in the grounds, so it's VAR is probably actually better if you if you can only watch games on TV. I think um, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I very much enjoyed its absence in this one. Um, any any other events from the game you want to mention, or should we move on to uh, alternative man of the match? The, the the only thing I'd like to mention is uh, Ramsdale auditioning for the left centre back role <laughs> when he came running out of his area, uh, and it was like sort of almost on the halfway line. We're like Paddy Kenny. <laughs> he was not auditioning terribly well, I'm afraid. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he he needs a clean. You know, we needed a win. He needs a clean sheet. I think and. I don't think it matters how it arrives if it's a game where he doesn't have a single shot to save. Because, yeah, certainly in this one, um, he looked unconfident on some of the basics. I mean, you know, that was a good decision to come out and, you know, take charge of that. But then he just sort of, like he froze and then suddenly ended up dribbling it into a nightmare position. He's got the ball, get rid. He's like, what what are you doing? (laughs) Where are you going? (laughs) Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, at least, you know, he didn't throw any in his own net. He just needs... Just needs a clean sheet uh, somewhere. I think it's, it's the goalkeeper equivalent of the striker needing one to go in off his backside. So, 
Yeah. Um, right. Alternative man of the match. I think the official man of the match was uh, was Jaden Bogle. Um, I very much enjoyed watching McGoldrick as well. But I've got a couple of nominees. Uh, we might have gone for the same one, I think. But I, I will just mention Osborne again. I just thought. Yeah. Just a yeah. There's someone that have kind of criticised his uh, attacking output. I suppose. I think yeah. If you give him that level of time on the ball, which he's not going to get as much in the Premier League, of course, but. Yeah, I thought he, he did a, a really good job and could easily have had four assists and a goal on a different day. He obviously yeah. did get a, did get an assist himself for the opening goal. So good effort by him filling in at um, left wing back with uh, with Ender absent. Um, yeah, yeah. How about, how about you? My well, there's Kyle. Uh, I'm pronounced this probably wrong. Is it uh, Kyron Gordon? Kyron Gordon, yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I thought it was Kyle Gordon, which is like <laughs> sounds so much like Kyle Norton. But obviously he was on the bench, and um, it's good to see a lot of these. I mean, they might never play, or they might not play again. Like obviously Hackford last week and stuff, and another one on the bench this week. So that's you know that's that's really good for him, I think, um, to get onto the bench. Uh, uh, the other another one with Bogle, which we've already talked about in terms of two goals in two and a half games, basically less than two and a half games. It's he's the second top goal scorer. <laughs> Yeah, I never saw that. Brilliant. Incredible. He's only played like, you know, he's played about 180 minutes. minutes or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and he's, uh, so, yeah, fair play to him. But it's got to be Chris Wilder, hasn't it? This is my other one, yeah. Go on. I'll t- I'll let you, I'll give you the floor. Well, it's his 100th win, and he's been waiting six months for it, which is insanity, really. Six months uh, of And it feels like six years, let alone six months. And he's got his 100th win, and he, did, he needed a victory. And I'm glad that whatever happens now, if he gets fired tomorrow, he's got that 100 win under his belt, and he he, deser- he deserves that win for everything that I mean, all the rumours and everything this week and the nonsense being thrown around. And you know, I, I I really do feel for him. Yeah, he's made mistakes and stuff like that, but it's it's almost as if people have completely forgot where we've come from, and people have come. And I know we, people don't like harking back to we, we are where we are now, so you've got to do it by that moment. But you know, I think he deserves so much more respect than he's getting in certain quarters at the moment for me yeah exactly uh, amazing achievement 100th win yes yeah, so, oh, so it's such a relief to get that off I'm, I don't know how he will feel about it but it's certainly for me as a supporter it's such a relief to get that off the back you know I'm sick of seeing the always been stuck on 99 wins yeah. for ages now and I think it's because uh, we nosedived so sharply after the 99th win because we, we beat Chelsea and then the next game was um, Leicester away wasn't it yeah, yeah, and we were right, ter- yeah. and we were like immediately terrible after being excellent for like four games. Yeah, um, and then we basically have been terrible ever since that moment. So it's not even like you know we drew the next game after the ninety nine. We're like, oh, we were so close to winning. It's just dragged on for ages and ages. And yeah, I liked um, United. Obviously, tweeted you know the century is up that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, I-, yeah, I did like the sort of responses of like that's you know this tweet has been saved in drafts for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think a couple of neutral uh, fans, Bob. Rival fans, should we say, messaged me saying, "Oh, it's been embarrassing that you've put that up." You know, you only be. And I was like, "Shut up! We've been waiting for this for ages, man." <laughs> yeah, we don't care about that anymore. We just want to, just want to have some fun. You know, it's been a, it's been a rubbish six months. I don't care who we beat. Let's just, yeah. just win as many games as you can, and we'll see how we see how we go in the cup. But yeah, it's, uh, he is definitely my my nom- my proper nomination for alternative man of the match, and uh, absolutely deserves it. Um, comes as you kind of alluded to it. It comes at the end of an interesting week uh, of, of mm. rumour mongering, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of people it, let themselves down, I felt, this week. A couple of journalists let themselves yeah. down, definitely. Um, I think uh, it 
it was quite telling that some of the uh, the journalists who were dedicated to covering United at, uh, at outlets like the Star and the Athletic, it was quite telling that they had absolutely nothing to say about this because, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, as it turns out, there was nothing to say. Um, yeah. And that's another reason to be grateful that we went through, by the way, because otherwise we'd just start all this again tomorrow morning with the nonsense rumours. But um, and this is what I meant with the, you know, the, the headlines would have been us, wouldn't they, in the, in the, in the sporting thing. But, I mean, it's Chorley in it at the moment, but mm-hmm. it would have been Bristol Rose beat Premier League, Sheffield United, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and yeah. it's, it's once again shame all over the... <laughs> shame. All over the media. <laughs> but no shame. We won. We're through. Who do you want in the next round? Wednesday. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another rubbish team. I want to get as far yep. as we can, to be honest, because... If we can do what we did last year and sort of play no Premier League team until the quarterfinal, mm. I think that'll just be, make the season slightly more exciting for us, really, because it's over, really. So yeah. I just want to get as far as we can, really. I think, the, is it tomorrow, the, the draw? It is Monday evening at about ten past seven, and they are drawing the fourth and fifth round. Yes, we're technically back. in the fifth round in my eyes. So that... Yes, we're in the hat. <laughs> I love it. So I want, I do want, uh, I'd like the the worst team in it, um, or the other team that we can beat them. Or maybe not Chola, because we probably imagine if we lost to that. And then like, <laughs> but, Derby, uh, Derby had I, the same situation as Villa. To be fair, I think their entire first team was uh, was out. And uh, my Derby yeah. supporting mate said the problem with their under 18s and under 23s is all the good ones are currently in the first team, so they were properly yeah, decimated. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. Give me, uh, give me another, you know, another team of uh, Bristol Rovers stature or or even lower. Um, a game that we should win and hopefully we'll have fun watching again. That's that's very much what I want. I don't yeah. want blooming Man United or Liverpool or something like that. Forget that. Yeah, if we get, if we get like any Premier League club, I, I'm West Brom are out, aren't they? In fact, mm-hmm. I, I'm just like oh, boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll find out what's uh, who we are going to play on on Monday night, and then we'll talk about it on Wednesday probably just quickly. Um, on, on the subject of West Brom, actually, they they lost to Blackpool. Did you see Gary Medine's penalty? I didn't actually, no. <laughs> it's, it's worth looking at the highlights just for his penalty in the shootout. It's just, uh, you know how Billy Sharp just blasts it? Yeah. <laughs> Gary Medine's like that only times a thousand. Like, what, just hammers it in? He, he almost destroyed the goalkeeper who didn't move out of the way. Um, and it basically just like went straight through <laughs> his hands. It's, uh, it's well worth a look uh, from ex-Blades legend Gary Medine. Um there we go, mate. A win, very enjoyable, a fun game, plenty of goals, plenty of action. Sign me up for some more of that in the next round. Unfortunately, we've got Newcastle next. Who? Now I was thinking about this. And Newcastle were like our bogey team last season when we were good. Yeah. So what happens now that we're bad? We beat them twice and beat nobody else. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Well, Derby. You're here first. The Derby <laughs> eleven point season. They won one game, and it was, of course, against Newcastle. Yeah, we couldn't, could we? No, we couldn't. Well, I've not, I've not got the view from yet because obviously I did the Bristol Rovers one yesterday. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how they're feeling because they're oh, having God. another one of their nothing's really happening sort of seasons, aren't they? Yeah, that, I don't think Newcastle fans are having a great time, to be honest. I mean, they, uh-huh. they look like they're going to be fine, but I think they are still pretty terrible. Um, and yeah, yeah. Steve, Bruce, Steve Bruce has come into town for his latest uh, his latest voodoo act over us. They did go to, uh, <laughs> they played Arsenal yesterday afternoon, I guess, um, and did go to extra time. So a few more minutes in their legs. Did they play the proper team? Uh, I believe so. I have not yeah. checked that. Um, I thought it was a strongish team. Let me bring that up while we're talking. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Do, do you reckon if Steve Bruce, I mean, because presumably with the um, 
with the the Newcastle view from, they're all going to be like, oh, you know, this team haven't won for ages in the league. You know, this is not a Geordie accent, by the way. That's just me yeah, yeah, doing yeah, a stupid yeah. accent. Um, uh, th- you know, this is going to be here come Newcastle into town to uh, to change that one. You, you'll be seeing a lot of that. I think. Oh yeah, it'll be yeah yeah. It's all this sort of stuff. I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be like. If, if if anyone's going to lose to him, it's going to be us. That's all we're getting yeah. at the moment. To be fair, <laughs> is, uh, is would Steve Bruce get sacked if he lost to us? Uh, I don't think Steve Steve Bruce seems to be untouchable. I mean, mm-hmm. no, from, from what I can gather, about one percent of Newcastle fans want Steve Bruce there, and he's still there. So. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I think unless they go down, I think he's probably going to be there as long as he wants to. To be fair, <laughs> job for life. Job um, for life, yeah. Uh, probably not their strongest team yesterday. No, uh, no Wilson. Who's their other player that they signed in the summer who's been doing well for them? My mind's um, been playing. Oh, who was it? Uh, the the winger from uh, Adam uh, Adam Fraser. No, not Adam Fraser. Fraser, yeah. Fraser, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is his first name? Why can't I remember this? Fraser. <laughs> Fraser, Fraser. Yeah, Fraser, Fraser. Hey, what is his Ryan name? Fraser. Ryan Brassett, Fraser. Ryan Fraser, yeah. Yeah, uh, but Joel Linton played Almiron. Uh, I don't know if the long staff, of, uh, long staffs are um, first choice at the moment. Yeah. Um, They're not so... a good side. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm not even bothered about that coming back to haunt me because we we know we're a rubbish Premier League team. Mm. But they're not a good side, are they? Let's be honest, Newcastle. And set maximum's not there, or he's still suffering with long COVID, isn't he? I think so. Oh blimey! I didn't actually know that. Yeah, no. I think he's. Well, this was a week ago. He did a. Because Bruce has been the main, probably the only Premier League manager, as far as I've, I've seen, who's saying the season should be stopped. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Big Sam as well, don't forget. Yeah, Big Sam, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for maybe other reasons. But I think what Bruce is saying is he, he feels it's an unsafe <clears throat> environment for the players because I think people have this notion, obviously, of COVID, that oh, they're all fit, they're going to be fine. And obviously that's not the case with everybody. And he's obviously had first hand of his best player. Mm. Still suffering or still not recovered fully from this this illness. So yeah, <clears throat> he's um he, he wants it he wants it stopping, doesn't he? I don't know if he wants it null and void or <laughs> if he just wants a break. But maybe he will after we uh, after we record our first win of the season on Tuesday evening. Oh, yes. um, yeah. I, th- I thought of you yesterday. So a lot of people complaining about Danny Murphy calling. Uh, the Newcastle goalkeeper Dubrovnik, <laughs> which, is, which I believe is a, a city in Croatia, but uh, yeah, it's not the uh, not 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 the name of uh, their goalkeeper who is who is very good. Um, anyway, yeah, so Newcastle on Tuesday. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm genuinely feeling really really good that we won a game at last. I think yeah, when you certainly when you think about how bad we'd feel if we managed to not yeah. progress from this cup tie, so. Who knows? Probably, uh, probably back to the grind against Newcastle because, uh, yeah, certainly if the last two games we played against them are anything to go by, not the most fun encounters, and they're they're not a particularly free flowing attacking team to no, watch I anyway. Don't think it's going to be a good game. I have to admit, I don't think it's going to be a good game. But hopefully, we've got that bit of confidence from that. Like you say, we put some really good moves together. It were all, it were a lot. There were little moments, and obviously you've got to take the opposition to account. But just you know, generally, we there were little bits where you thought, do you know what? I remember we were actually all right at one point. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that. I like that. It's a good place to end it. Um, do you want to do, p- quickly plug the uh, the view froms for anyone who doesn't know where to find them? Yeah, it's roysviewfrom.com or Panchero on Twitter. <clears throat> quite. I always like the. I think they're really good lads. The um, the Bristol Rovers fans always quite. With the red screwed on, they're not very happy with the referee in this game. Mm. Um, they thought both of our two and th- second and third goals should have been disallowed. But yeah, they're, they're basically just saying. Like I said to you, I think um, 
last night that it, it, it were back to the League One days of, well, we competed, but they just had too much quality. And it's like, I've not mm. seen that for a while. <laughs> Chef kiss, that was a good time. What, what was wrong with the third goal? Like, Did they not like the way we no threw idea. the ball in? I really, really don't know. The second one, I can see, they were a bit of a... Uh, coming together, weren't they, at the edge of their, our area? Uh, but the third yeah. one, I've, I've no idea, to be fair. He, he kicked it in illegally. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, the last two goals were both free kicks towards me. having a look now. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, not sure about that one. But anyway, yeah, good effort, Bristol Rovers. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, thanks for making us feel better and, you know, giving us a proper game as well, I suppose. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck to them for the rest of the season. Good luck to us for the rest of the season. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll get to. Yeah, maybe we will get to taste victory again uh, at some point soon. <laughs> maybe start on Tuesday. Who knows? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, and we'll be back on Wednesday. So, um, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening, and uh, thanks as always to you for your time, mate. And I will uh, catch up with you later. Thank you very much, sir. Goodbye.